Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. I hope you're having a good day today. It is Friday and most people look forward to Fridays. Uh, I know I do, but I think I look forward to Fridays for a different reason. I look forward to Fridays because we're uh, that much closer to Sunday. And I hope for you, uh, if you're out there listening, and if you know Jesus Christ, and if you've been saved, and uh, you have a home in heaven, hope you look forward to Sundays, being able to be with God's people, worship the Lord, and we are getting close. But also, Friday, it's the end of the work week for a lot of folks. Now, for me, I work Friday, of course, I work Saturday. And then uh, Sunday, I feel like, is a very busy day. I, t- I try to take a different day off during the week. But I hope you're having a good day. I hope you've got some good food right now for lunch. And if you don't have some good food, uh, get that on your agenda for very soon to get some good food. And uh, I hope you have a good afternoon, a good evening, good weekend. But it is Friday, March 18th, and we welcome you to our Winning Side broadcast Uh, Those that are listening on the radio, thank you for joining us. Those on our radio app and those on our podcast as well, thank you for joining us. And then those that are watching on Facebook, uh, thank you for for listening. And I feel like our Facebook listeners, I feel like we engage a little bit more because uh, we can see, I usually during the song, I'll pull it up and try to see who's watching. And sometimes there'll be some comments in there. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, But I hope you're having a good day. And then those that watch on YouTube, we welcome you also. A happy birthday today to Sandra Edmonds and a happy birthday today to Billy Miller. I hope you folks have a great day. And uh, Billy, I enjoyed getting to see you on uh, Wednesday night. You are a faithful man and I appreciate you. And then uh, Sandra, I think many of you know the story about Sandra. She is a miracle. Uh, God raised her up from COVID and just amazing story. Just only God could do that. And uh, I'm thankful that you are celebrating another birthday, Sandra. God bless you. And then happy birthday tomorrow to Madison Midget. And also tomorrow, happy birthday to Crystal Vasaturo. I hope you have a great day. God bless you folks there. Uh, let's be in prayer for a great day on Sunday. Uh, let's uh, be in prayer for a great day tomorrow, Saturday. We'll have our visitation. We have our soul winning. We have our bus visitation, all of that, getting ready for Sunday. And let's pray for our church, pray for our school. Uh, Let's be in prayer for our country and uh, pray for one another. Uh, I don't know if we have any basketball fans out there, but this is March Madness. And I heard that uh, Carolina won big uh, the other night. What's today? Uh, Friday, I guess they won big Thursday night, I think it was. But anyway, I'm sure Carolina fans are happy out there. And then Duke fans, I think you've got a game today, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, But don't let basketball, don't let it ruin your day. Now, don't let it ruin your life. And I have a brother-in-law that loves basketball, and uh, he he did not call, it's not my brother-in-law, it's not my brother-in-law Caleb that said this, but another brother-in-law, he used to call it, instead of March Madness, 
He called it marriage madness because I think that the marriage uh, may have suffered a little bit through March madness because all the basketball and all that. But anyway, uh, I hope that uh, you won't let basketball ruin your day or ruin your weekend. But I uh, thank the Lord for uh, you folks listening today. Here's a great song, uh, the Nichols family. I've known this family uh, for a long time. Pastor Nichols been through a lot with his health. Uh, great man, great uh, a preacher, great singer. And um, he has a song here. His family will sing with him, uh, but still got a song. You know, we'll go through some difficulties in life, uh, but don't lose your song. Don't lose your joy. Don't lose that, uh, that, that uh, song to praise God and glorify God, even through the storms and even through the trials. I hope you'll enjoy this song. After this song, we'll get into our Bible study. And we will be in Psalm 22 for today. God's people sat by the river and wept, remembering the good old days. When they lift their voices to heaven and sang a song of wonderful praise but now the enemy had them in bondage and their harps on the willows were hung they said how can we sing in a strange land a song of joy when there's none but i've still got a song Just keep trusting in Jesus And in His will I remain The joy and strength He gives to my weary soul Will be enough to sustain And I've still got a song Though the enemy rages I've still got a song Battles been long. 
deep in my heart There's a joy that stays My trials can't take my song away Though the battle's been won My faith is made strong And I've still got a song Amen. I hope you still have a song even when you're in the battle and uh, even when you go through difficulties in life. Just keep your eyes on Jesus and just keep praising Him, trusting Him, and uh, He'll get you through. He always does, and I thank the Lord for that great psalm. Let's look at Psalm 22. Uh, we have seen in this psalm uh, what to do when you feel forsaken. Now, we said we're as Christians, as God's people, we are never truly forsaken because God has promised He'll never leave us nor forsake us. So, but we do feel forsaken. There's no doubt about it. But many times it's because we've gotten away from God. God has not moved, but we have uh, strayed or we have wandered. We use this term a lot. Uh, we have uh, backslid. Uh, to, to backslide, it means that we, we get away from God. We get away from the closeness and the, the fellowship that we once had. And uh, maybe you're listening today, and maybe in your heart, maybe you are uh, like that prodigal son. You've gotten away from the Father. Well, I want to encourage you. You can get back to God today. And uh, with arms wide open, uh, He'll be waiting for you. And uh, I'm glad that our God is a God of second chances. Just ask Jonah about that. Uh, the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. And I'm glad that God is a God uh, who gives us uh, second chances, sometimes third and fourth, and he is a very gracious, very uh, loving God. But what do you do when you feel forsaken? Number one, we said you can pray. And by the way, we ought to pray. We ought to pray all the time. We ought to pray without ceasing. Uh, uh, pray, uh, and God's people ought to pray and not faint, not give up. Number two, we can remember. Remember what God has done in the past and what he's done before. He can do it again today. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We said that you can trust God. It says in verse number five, they cried unto thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and were not confounded. Uh, you can still trust him today. God is worthy of your trust. God uh, is able to, to do what he says he will do. You can, you can take him at his word. You can believe him and uh, you can trust him. Number four, we said be humble. Uh, verse six, uh, David says, I am a worm. Now, is he actually a worm? Is he actually a worm crawling? No, no, no. But that word, it literally means uh, a, a being or a person who is debased and despised. And maybe you feel like that. Maybe you feel like you've been despised and you feel like that nobody cares and nobody knows. Well, uh, we ought to be humble before God. We ought to realize that without God, we are nothing. And then number five, we said, acknowledge God. He, he is God. Thou art he, verse nine. Verse 28, the kingdom is the Lord's and we ought to acknowledge uh, God and who he is and what he can do. But let's look at number six. I believe it's found in verse number 11. David says, be not far from me for trouble is near for there is none to help. Notice verse number 15. He says, my strength is dried up. He says, my strength is gone. Uh, trouble is near. Uh, there's nobody to help me. Number six, I think when we feel forsaken, number six, I thought, I think we ought to realize that we are in trouble. I think we ought to get desperate. I think we ought to realize that without the Lord, we have no hope. You say, well, pastor, I thought you were going to encourage us today. Well, I'm trying, but I'm trying to tell you the truth. And the truth is that without God, 
there is no hope. Uh, you've got a situation you're dealing with and you're trying this and you're trying that and you're trying this method and you're trying this technique and you're trying this strategy and you're trying to get counsel from this person and that person. If you're leaving God out of the equation, I promise you, it's not going to have a good ending. You and I must recognize that we are desperate and we are helpless without God. Uh, I think we ought to realize that we cannot make it without God. So what do you do when you feel forsaken? Realize that you are in trouble. Realize that you are in a desperate situation, but realize that God is the one who can help you. God is the one who can make a way. Number seven, what do you do when you feel forsaken? I think number seven, we should praise God. Verse 22, David says, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. You know what you can do? You can praise God. You say, well, pastor, I, I just, I feel so, so sick. I feel so worn out. I feel so frustrated. I feel so hopeless that I'm not even going to bother praising God. Well, I mean, I guess you could try that, but can I tell you what? God is worthy of our praise, no matter what our situation is in life, and God commands us to praise Him. And when we praise God, can I tell you, we get God's attention. Uh, you like it. I like it, don't we? When people praise us, we listen. When we perk up, we try to make sure we don't miss it. Like, what, what are they saying? <laughs> and you hope it's not bad. You hope it's good, right? Well, can I tell you, God wants us to praise Him, and He deserves our praise. David says, I'm going to praise him. Verse 23, ye that fear the Lord, praise him. All ye the seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him, all ye seed of Israel. Verse number 25, my praise shall be of thee in the great congregation. I will pay my vows before them that fear him. David said, I'm going to come into the congregation and I'm going to praise God in the congregation. By the way, I think you ought to praise God at church. I think you ought to praise God uh, on Sundays. I think you ought to praise God on Wednesdays. I think you ought to praise God when you're gathered with God's people. But that ought not be the only time. Uh, I, I compliment my wife and I praise my wife, but I don't just do it in public. Uh, that'd be kind of sad if I never praised her at home. I never thanked her at home. I never uh, complimented her at home, but I always try to do it in public. Well, don't do that to God. Uh, don't try to put on a show to try to impress people. We ought to praise God every day. We ought to thank God every day. We ought to glorify Him every day, not just in the congregation, but we ought to do it in the congregation. So keep that in mind. We ought to praise Him at all times. Verse 26, they shall praise the Lord that seek Him. You know why some people don't praise the Lord? Because they don't know Him. That They're not seeking Him. They're not spending time with Him. The more you spend time with God, the more you seek after Him, the more you study His Word, the more you spend time in His presence, the more you will realize He is amazing and we should and we ought to praise Him. And then number eight, I'll give you this one today. That is, what do you do when you feel forsaken? Number eight, you must and I must depend on God. It says in verse 29, all they that be fat upon earth shall eat and worship all they that go down to the dust shall bow before him, and none can keep alive his own soul. That's an interesting phrase there. And none, there's nobody that can keep his soul, his own soul alive. You know what that tells me? That tells me that we are dependent upon God for everything. Uh, our breath, the fact that you right now, where you're, where you're, in the car or you're at the table or you're at work or you're out walking or wherever you are, 
right now, think about this. You ready? That breath right there. Did you hear that? That breath came from God. That air that you breathed came from God. The fact that those lungs could take in that air, that's because of God. If you feel your pulse, if you feel your pulse right now, you know what? If there's a pulse, it's because God is keeping us alive. Every heartbeat is because of God. Every breath is because of God. Uh, the Bible says by, by him, all things consist. All things are held together. Can I tell you, our life is all because of God. We ought to depend upon him. Sometimes we think that we've got it under control. We think that we got it all figured out. I want to tell you, friend, without God, we are nothing. What do you do when you feel forsaken? Well, number six, realize that we do need God. Get desperate. Realize we are in trouble. Number seven, praise him worship him, glorify him. And then number eight, let's depend upon him. Could you do that today? Whatever the situation is that you're faced with, whether it's a, a financial decision or whether it's a, a family situation, whatever it is, could you just today to say, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to depend upon God. I'm going to lean on God. I'm going to let God take care of it. I, I'm going to take my hands off the wheel, so to speak, and I'm going to let God have control of my life, of my situation. I'm going to depend upon God for my every need. And I hope you will, because can I tell you, uh, when you and I depend upon God, we realize that He always comes through. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great weekend. Uh, I'll be gone a few days next week. My wife and I are taking a little trip. Uh, our anniversary was this past Tuesday. We're going to get away a few days next week. So we'll have Brother Caleb and Brother Nathan will be filling in for the winning side, and I hope it'll be a blessing. Just please, while I'm gone, don't vote me out of the winning side. I'd like to come back and do it when I get back. But I hope you have a great day. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Look forward to seeing you Sunday. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today. And we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.